Astrology is a language that communicates how the planets and stars influence life on Earth. I'm Scott Tajarian. I'm an interpreter of this language. Join me and my co-host Ingrid Iverson, who helps bring an even more practical look at this astral language. The Weekly Transit is here to bring clarity to the chaos, so you can ride the planetary waves instead of the planets riding you. The Weekly Transit. Hi, Ingrid. What's happening? What is up? How are you? Well, all I want to do is talk about coronavirus, so I don't know how the (laughs) fuck to talk about anything else. I know. I know. It's hard not to talk about anything but, but what's going on in the world because there's so much going on. And there's so much going on in the planets, too, that's reflecting what's going on in the world. It's very confusing. And there's a lot of divisiveness between people thinking one way or the other. And people are very strongly entrenched in their beliefs. For months, I've had something crazy happening every week since we started this podcast in the spring. But I don't feel like I have anything big or pressing on my mind. I'm feeling actually pretty good and in a good flow. I find that to be so interesting, too, because it's like the world is melting down around us. But Ingrid has finally found her peace. (laughs) (laughs) What does that say about me? I think that... You know, the world has been chaotic since we started doing this podcast. Yeah. But I guess the difference is, is now only the world's chaotic and you're at peace. So I think what that says is you're finding your flow in the world. And I think that I feel like you do find some comfort in the chaos. Most of my life I spent in the restaurant industry and there was like a really good fit for me. Very, very high stress, but I think I've always been very grounded in that in like a graceful way. Yes. Being able to keep my cool when things got crazy. All that mutable energy again, the Virgo sun, the Gemini rising. You're you're a master multitasker. You agree? Yeah, I do. (laughs) I have something that I do want to share. Yes. It's kind of like a mini announcement. I've already teased it like on some of my lives on Instagram, but I'm planning on doing a new moon, full moon class for each new moon and full moon in, in 2021. So I'm really excited about it. I've been like conceptualizing it in my mind for the last couple of weeks and now it's just kind of coming together, but it's going to be like a two hour class for the new moon, a two hour class for the full moon. Each class is only going to have 12 students because I want to keep it small. That way I can show everybody some individual attention. I'm going to highlight not only the theme of the new moon and the full moon, but also where all the other planets are during the new moon and full moon and what that means specifically for you and in general as well. But the whole point of it is to teach you how to set mindful intentions during the new moon and then following through the full moon. So helping people set their intentions and then following up with the full moon and see how those have manifested. Exactly. Like this week is the new moon in Sagittarius. So the class will begin for me in the new moon in Capricorn, which is the next new moon. This week is the new moon in Sagittarius. The new moon is always about 
planting the seeds of the coming harvest. So setting your intentions means what are you going to plant? And in order to know what to plant, you need to know the climate, the soil. Where the stars are. Where the stars are, exactly. Maybe attending the class if you're interested in creating some focused energy for manifesting things in your life. Yes, exactly. Setting aside the time and intention with somebody that can guide you. Yes, that's it. So what's happening in the stars this week? Oh my God. This week is like a super crazy, intense, so many things happening this week. I mean, Monday starts with the new moon in Sagittarius. Okay. So should we practice setting some intentions? (laughs) Definitely. There's definitely some intentions to be set for the new moon in Sagittarius that I will get to, but there's so much happening this week. There's the new moon in Sagittarius, Chiron ends its retrograde, Saturn and Jupiter move into Aquarius, and Mercury moves into Capricorn. That all happens this week. So should we get to Monday? Yeah. Okay. So Monday is just like so many things happening. It starts with the new moon. So like I said at the top, that's the planting of the seeds of the coming harvest. What are you planting? What do you want to grow? What are the intentions that you are setting? Sagittarius is mutable fire. This is the archer. The archer is freedom loving. The archer is about traveling far and wide, opening your mind through higher learning, theology, immersing yourself in foreign cultures to deepen your philosophical view. Speak your truth. This is like a double manifesting day, setting your intentions for the future, but the sign that kind of reflects on looking far into the future and planning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like a future, future thing. Yeah. This week is all about the future because Sagittarius is the future. Aquarius is the future. Those are the two signs that deal with the future. So what intentions are you setting to reflect your truth? That that's the key for Sagittarius because Sagittarius is about the truth your personal truth. So what are you doing to reflect your truth? What intentions are you setting? So that's not all that's happening because there's so much more happening on Monday. Mercury, the planet that represents communication, is also moving through Sagittarius. So everyone's speaking their truth right now. The planet of communication in the sign of honesty, blunt honesty, and Mercury is aligning with Mars in Aries. So Mars is the god of war, the planet of action, aggression, and conflict. In Aries, the sign that it rules, the sign of leadership, courage. So when the messenger of the gods in the sign of truth meets up with the god of war in the sign of confidence... What truth would you like to courageously communicate? Let me give you some more pieces to work with. Because Mercury is also going to be opposing the North Node, the soul's purpose, in Gemini. Mercury is the planet that rules Gemini. So this is tapping into honest communication, your soul's purpose to be an honest communicator. And then Venus, Lady Luck, the goddess of love and beauty, the planet of relationships, Moving through Scorpio, the sign of karmic bonds, the sign of secrets, is aligning with Jupiter, the planet of expansion and luck in Capricorn. So these are all the planets that are moving and connecting to each other on Monday. So we've got a lot of different themes that can work together as one. 
They all boil down to this, honesty, being honest with yourself. So you ask, well, what is truth? What does it feel like? What does it feel like inside of you? Do you feel like you're lying? Are you sugarcoating something? Are you cutting to the core of what's going on inside of you? Because if you're hiding from what you're feeling, it's going to explode today. Because when Mars is in the mix, when Mars, the god of war, is in the mix with Mercury, the planet of communication, communication is going to be hot. It's going to be intense. And then Venus, the planet of relationships, with Jupiter, the planet of expansion. Jupiter is in the sign of authority. So think of yourself as an authority. How do you communicate with authority? How do you communicate as an authority? Well, maybe authority does sugarcoat and lie and hide from the truth. But is that who you want to be? Truth is kind of hard to define, but really, if you go inside and you just look for the lie, that's the thing that you want to express or the the secret, whatever is hidden that you want to make known in the world. You want to be the full version of yourself, not a partial version of yourself. Yes. So I had something that I had been wanting to share with my mom for a while, but was feeling hesitant about. So I've been working as a stripper and... The more I've done it, the more I felt like it was part of my identity. And so it started to feel like a lie that I wasn't sharing this part of myself with her. And I was just kind of scared to be judged, but she was really receptive and positive about it and just shared a story of someone that she knew that had been a dancer and kind of all my fears just dissolved. So I've been working at a strip club dancing and I shared that with my mom last week or like Thanksgiving and that was like a really scary thing to share with her. I feared that it would change our relationship by telling a secret that I felt like was just felt like part of my identity that I wanted to share with her because I just felt like it had been kind of weighing on me that I had this secret and then I was met with like almost like excitement and zero judgment and it was like very freeing to be like oh my gosh I've had this thing weighing on me that I wanted to share for so long Mm. and in turn the karmic bond was strengthened and I felt so much lighter so much power there it also just took the power of like the secret and the heaviness just like vanished and and I was rewarded exactly and that's that's really kind of a great example of I feel like what's going on right now people need to have honest conversations with each other There's like these giant elephants that are in the room. And if we don't talk about them, how are we ever going to move them out of the room? They're just going to keep squeezing us. (laughs) And with all these planets in Sagittarius, and I forgot to mention the top, another planet that's moving into a new sign this week, besides Jupiter and Saturn and Capricorn, is Venus moves into Sagittarius. So now we're going to have three planets, at least for a short part during the week, in Sagittarius. How can you be free if you're hiding from who you are? You can't. Exactly. Sometimes we think we're protecting ourselves, or maybe most of the time we think we're protecting ourselves from losing somebody or from judgment. But when we're not sharing our truth, we're not even being the whole version of ourselves. So it's like some other secret, like we're being accepted, but not accepted for who we actually are. So what is the point? Exactly. Like, People want to be in relationships, like, don't you want to be in a relationship with whoever it is, whether it's a friend, a lover, a business partner, where you can just fully be you, 
not just a part of you, not just the part that you think this person is going to like because they're not going to like the other part. Don't you just want to be fully you? How can you be fully you if you're not sharing who you are? Yeah. If you're hiding part of yourself, Mm -hmm. then like, yeah, it's not the person for you. If you feel like you have to hide from them, or maybe you just need to work on yourself more and be more honest. Like you think that someone won't accept you and they might not. Well, and that's what this is all about with the honesty. It's not just about being honest with other people. It's about being honest with yourself. I think I said it in last week's podcast where, you know, the archer pulls back on the bow and is pointing the arrow out. But really the job of Sagittarius is to turn that bow around and point the arrow at yourself. You have to take responsibility for yourself. Yes. And is part of this being an authority? Yeah, I think so. I think it plays into it. It's kind of about stepping into your power. That's it. If you can speak your truth, then you are an authority of yourself. Exactly. Like, I don't want to get caught up in the authority of, like, the government that lies and all this sort of stuff. If you're truly an authority, then you don't have to hide. You can be in your power. and People respect you because you're being you. You're being honest. You've been accepted. You can also be accepted without someone agreeing with you. Exactly. That's the beauty of it. I tell this to Sagittarius people all the time. You, if, you're, if you have the Sagittarius energy heavily in your astrological code, you're going to be somebody who's communicating your truth to other people. You have to remember that that's your truth. That's not the truth in totality. Their truth is going to be different than yours. But it's important to be in an environment where everyone can share their truth and everyone is respected as an authority. You're an authority as Ingrid Iverson. I'm an authority as Scott Tajarian. Nobody can tell me what it's like to be Scott Tajarian, just like nobody can tell you what it's like to be Ingrid Iverson. We are our own personal authority. You're going to have your point of view of the world, which is different than my point of view, but we respect each other in our differences. This week I had another big argument with a friend about differing views on the C word uh, (laughs) situation, COVID. And in the end, neither of us changed our mind. Both of us expressed ourselves in a very heated way. But in the end, we were still friends. Like, it wouldn't be good for our friendship if one of us felt like we couldn't express our feelings on the subject. And that's, that's like so refreshing because I just keep hearing about people cutting other people out of their lives because they have different points of view. I mean, if we all just hang out with people that think exactly the same as us, then we're never going to grow. Nope, not going to grow. And it's not going to feel real because you're all just pretending to say things that you think the other person wants to hear. It's not something that you really feel. I mean, nobody likes to feel uncomfortable. So I think that maybe part of that people just cutting people off is like, well, I don't want to sit in any of my discomfort. It feels too shitty. Yep. So I guess I'll just not talk to that person anymore because I don't agree. They don't want to grow. Yeah, it is. It's definitely uncomfortable. But in the end, we always seem to be able to just work it out. We decide that we disagree and that we're going to like eat breakfast sandwiches and talk about something else because... Yeah, we can't just only hang out with people that have the same exact opinion of us on every single subject. That's that's unrealistic. I think it's a rare gift that you have with this person because there's people in my life that I haven't like cut out, but I'm definitely talking to them less. And the reason is, is because I don't feel like I'm being heard. My authority, my perspective isn't respected. I get 
discounted for what I'm saying, it feels like I'm wasting my breath. You know, I mean, I do actually feel a lot of the same thing in that relationship. And I always wonder, like, should we even bring this subject up again? Like, how do we even get into this conversation? Because it, it feels good to be able to express yourself and still have a friendship. But also, is it a big waste of time to even touch on that subject since we're never going to change each other's minds? Well, I think the difference between your situation and maybe my situations have been you and this person, even though you disagree and you're not changing each other's minds and you scream and yell at each other. <laughs> There's not a feeling of like anger afterwards where you guys don't like each other. Like I feel like some of these conversations I've been in, it gets really uncomfortable where like I feel like this person wants to like punch me or something, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, it's a little different. Yeah. So I I love heated conversations. I love screaming and yelling and, and getting all <laughs> riled up. But at the same time, I like doing that in a safe environment where I feel like this person in the end of the day, it's like you, you and your friend, you scream and yell at each other. And then I look at your Instagram feed and it's like, you're, you're, you're saying like, Oh, you know, we just got, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And then it's like, you guys are having dinner together and it's like, you cooked food together. And it's like, it always goes back to a nice place. Yeah. That's sort of like your default. And that's, really a wonderful friendship where you can disagree, you can scream and yell at each other, but then you still enjoy each other's company. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I have this sort of uh, tumultuous relationship with anyone else in my life. Maybe besides like a family member where you can really like explode and then I'll have, yeah, like a nice dinner afterwards. Like that's not something that most people do. <laughs> yeah, it's a rare gift. It's a funny thing to call a gift, but yeah, it totally is. Well, and things are going to get hotter on Tuesday because Tuesday is when Venus moves into Sagittarius but before that even happens it first aligns with Saturn and Saturn in addition to being the planet of authority and mastery and restriction it's also the planet that sort of bonds us together because it's the heavy weight it's like a press so Saturn is at the final degree in Capricorn the sign that it rules, it aligns with Venus, which is at the final degree in Scorpio, which is karmic bonds. So this is really, we've been going through this long period for the last few months where we've been looking at relationships, really paying attention to the details of relationships, going to the negotiating table, saying, this is what I'm bringing to the relationship. This is what you're bringing. This is what I want. This is what you want. Does it match up? And now like the bonds have been solidified. So it's kind of like these people that you're connected to now, these are the people that, that are really a part of your life for this next cycle until Venus moves back around the Zodiac and comes back into Virgo, Libra, and Scorpio. So it's this is the final time to really take a hard look at your karmic bonds, who you're connected to with, are you connected to people that are lifting you up or are they sucking the energy out of you? Because as soon as it makes that alignment with Saturn, that solidifies the bond. This is very unique. It, this is the last time that this alignment will happen for the next 27 years. This is the fifth time that it's happened since 2018 and it's not going to happen for another 27 years. So it's very powerful. Then Venus moves on into Sagittarius 
And once the planet of relationships moves into the sign of freedom, it's like all bets are off now. Now it's about being free in relationships, being able to speak your mind, not hiding anymore, no more secrets. Venus moving through Sagittarius. It's going to move through Sagittarius from now, December 15th, to January 8th of 2021. So this is the time to truly be honest in your relationships. Don't hide from anything. If you're feeling something, spit it out. Because if you don't, it's going to fester and then it's going to explode like a firebomb. Because Sagittarius is fire. Then there's Chiron, the wound in Aries, which is self-confidence. So the wound to the self-confidence Chiron has been retrograde since July 9th, going back through time, asking you to look at all the times where your self-confidence has been wounded. Now it's stopped and it's going to start moving forward to revisit everything so that you can really face the wound to your self-confidence. So in what ways are you looking for freedom in your relationship and are you willing to give your partner freedom as well? Chiron's coming out of retrograde. Yeah. So a question for that is, what action are you taking to heal the wound to your self-confidence? I think just the transformation that's happened over the last couple of months of practicing speaking our truth is now coming to fruition on this day. We've been practicing and practicing, and now that our wound or self-confidence, Chiron, is moving forward, we're able to express ourselves in a way that shows that we're confident in who we are. So speaking our truth. Isn't that interesting how this is happening on the same day that Chiron ends its retrograde course, the wound of the self-confidence, Venus, the planet of relationships, moves into the sign of honesty? Yeah. If you can't be honest, then you're not confident. You were saying it could be a really hot day. It's like if you haven't been practicing over the last couple of months, revisiting the wound to your self-confidence and learning how to communicate better and speak your truth, then today's the day that you might have a meltdown. Well, it's going to be a hot three weeks, really, because that's what's going to happen when Venus moves through Sagittarius. It's not just today. It's the whole time that Venus is in Sagittarius, which is going to be until January 8th. So there's other dates that are going to pop up where if you're not being honest now or next week or the week after, by the time we get to the third week of Venus in Sagittarius, that's when the explosions can really happen. I mean, this also feels like it's all about being able to sit in the discomfort. When we speak our truth, it can be very uncomfortable and scary because we might shift our relationships or lose relationships. But if we don't practice sitting in that discomfort, it only gets more and more uncomfortable. The more we practice it, the easier it becomes. We become accustomed to feeling weird and awkward, and then it becomes normal. It's like growing pains, right? In order for a relationship to grow, you've got to sit through some discomfort. You have to express some things that your partner might not want to hear. Speaking of that friendship I have, that we have arguments. The first time we had one, I was like, oh, fuck, like, is our friendship over? Mm-hmm. And then it happens again and it happens again. And you're like, OK, it's it's fine that we can argue and disagree. And I'm not scared that I'm going to lose the relationship anymore. Yes. Or if I do lose it, I'm like less concerned. I'm like, OK, this is just something that I am allowing myself to do, speak my mind and not worry about the future, just be present and honest and truthful about who I am. Yes. Yes. Which is interesting because Sagittarius is all about the future. 
kind of like looking far into the future, but mm-hmm. at the same time, while you're pointing that arrow, you have to be so present. You like study your breath and you study your hand and you study your gaze. And if you're not present now, then you're never going to hit your mark in the future. Yes. Oh, that's so good, Ingrid. Maybe deciding on the focus of your future, not being the intention of your relationship and what will happen with that, but just the intention of who you want to be as a person, Mm. how how you want to communicate and who you want to be in the world. That can be your focus. And then when you're present in your communication, that allows for the winds to blow or whatever may happen. You can't really control all of that. But what you can control is the present moment. Hmm. Great stuff. So on to Wednesday. Saturn, the god of wealth and time, the planet of limitation, responsibility, hard work, and mastery, moves from one sign that it rules, Capricorn, to the next sign that it rules, Aquarius. Aquarius, as we know, Ingrid, is the water bearer. When I think of the water bear, I think of three things. I think of the community, because the water bear is retrieving water for the village. I think of number two, invention, because the water bear had to figure out how to get the water from the stream to the village. So they invented a jug. And then after they got tired of carrying the jug, they invented aqueducts and irrigation. The third attribute of Aquarius, the water bear, is independence. Because if you've carried a heavy jug, however many miles, from the stream to the village, once you get back to that village, you want to be left to your own devices. You don't want somebody else telling you where to be or what to do, because you just carried that heavy jug to bring the life force to the village, water. So community, invention, independence. In 1492, When Columbus sailed the ocean blue, Saturn was in Aquarius. That's invention. That's exploration for the community. Many inventions have occurred during Saturn in Aquarius. In 1816, the camera was invented. In 1817, the bicycle. 1876 brought us the telephone. 1903, the airplane. 1950, the credit card, and in 1962, when Saturn was in Aquarius, along with Jupiter, as it will be this time, the last time these two planets were both in Aquarius at the same time, the computer debuted at the Seattle's World's Fair. The last time Saturn was in Aquarius, though you don't remember, Ingrid, because you were just a child, but two things were invented that you know very well. One is the smartphone, and the other one is the internet. So the last two times this happened, the smartphone, the internet, and the computer. Yeah. And so then that's happening? Now. So what's going to happen? It better not be that fucking microchip shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I have to say. What could it be? Well, it could be the microchip. It could be everyone is getting microchipped. You know, in the darker sense of things, it could be everyone's getting microchipped to keep the community together. Oh my God. That's the dark side, you know? On the lighter side, something, you know, like when the internet first came out, that was very freeing. It was complete and utter independence. It opened up a whole new world. So on the lighter side, I'm hoping that whatever technology comes to pass over the next three years, it will be something that will create greater independence for the community. 
So this is starting now, but it lasts for three years? Yes. It's all about tapping in to your uniqueness, to each and every individual. What makes you unique? What makes you a freak? Embrace that and invent something that helps the community embrace its independence. I love that. That's the mission. Thursday, December 17th, Chiron in Aries, which we talked about earlier, aligns with the moon in Aquarius. Emotional independence and insecurities. How would you like to use your emotional independence to heal the wound to your self-confidence? By speaking your truth. Hmm. Practicing speaking your truth will heal that wound. Yes. Practicing sitting in discomfort. That can be just sharing your truth with your friends or the people that you're close to, your business partner, your lover, whoever. But also sitting in the truth just with yourself. So meditating, writing, maybe doing some mantras out loud to yourself. I like that you use the word practice because that's life. Life is a practice. And I like that you said connecting with friends because the moon in Aquarius is about the community. So this is a great day to really connect with your community, share where you may be suffering some insecurities and feel the support of your community to help you through your insecurities. You're probably not the only person that's feeling insecure about what's going on in the world or in your world or in your life. Everybody is dealing with their own personal hell. So when you can come together collectively and really appreciate each other, the fears seem smaller. I love that one of your taglines to astrology is that everybody's going through their own personal hell. (laughs) Somebody at work was telling me something about themselves and I kind of I didn't pry. I kind of left it open, like if they wanted to share more, because I felt kind of concerned for them. And they really opened up. And so then afterwards, I really opened up and we were super vulnerable. And in the end of the conversation, the girl was just like, wow, like I had no idea how much fucked up shit you were going through. And you, you carry yourself so well, I would have never known. And the conversation just allowed us to really connect and feel like, yeah, we're not alone. We all think we have our shit together and we're judging ourselves because we don't have it together, but nobody fucking does. Right. We all have our own shit forever. Like every time you figure something out, there's some new issue, a new hurdle to jump over. So the more we connect with our community and we share our truth, the more we're going to heal that wound because we'll realize that we aren't alone, especially right now when everyone's so isolated, remembering to check in on your friends, share, like sometimes maybe they don't want to share, but you opening up that open line of communication by sharing something allows the other person to do the same. Yes. They don't feel so vulnerable when someone has opened the door for them. So great. When we practice healing ourselves, really we're healing the people around us. It gives them the opportunity to sit in that discomfort with us. That's the work of Chiron. When you're sharing that, hey, my life isn't perfect either. Like you said, your friend was like, wow, You carry yourself in a way that I would have never guessed that you were going through all this fucked up shit. There's no way. So she looked at you in a completely new way, appreciated who you are at your core because you were completely honest with her. And at the same time, you inspired her because she's like, wow, if Ingrid's going through all of this that she's sharing and she still carries herself in this amazing way, then I can do the same. I can get through what I'm going through. Yeah, we're all here to lift each other up. Yes. Friday, December 18th. 
a magical, magical astrological day of connections when the sun joins with Mercury, the exact same degree in the same sign, in Sagittarius. So the planet that rules the mind, how you think, receive information, process that information and communicate that information to others arrives at the same degree it catches up to the sun, the giver of light, life and vitality. So and at the same time that this happens, these two planets in Sagittarius, the sun and Mercury, both align with the moon, the emotions in Aquarius. So the two futuristic signs the planet that rules the mind, the planet that rules the emotions, and the planet that energizes everything all converging together. So this is going to be a good day for communicating our emotions. Absolutely. But possibly with less emotion? Yes. <laughs> yes. Because that's Aquarius. You always say it. You're like, oh, I love it when the moon's in Aquarius because it's more detached and I'm a cancer moon and I'm super emotional. So it, it doesn't mean that Aquarius doesn't have any emotions. It's just like very logical about what they're feeling. Which is the best way we can express our emotions, I think, for other people that aren't as emotionally charged to be able to absorb Receive what we're feeling. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. So yeah, in what ways are you emanating and speaking your truth to claim your emotional independence? Just by communicating, mm -hmm. communicating what's happening inside with the people around you. And this is a day that's going to support that. Yes. So whatever fears we have around sharing our truth about the future, like this is the day to actually share it because people mm -hmm. are going to be more receptive and we're going to be able to communicate it in a way that people are going to really be able to absorb what we're feeling. Right on. Yeah. So good. Saturday, December 19th. So Saturn on Wednesday moved into Aquarius. Now today, Saturday, Jupiter moves into Aquarius. To the planet of expansion? Yes, the planet of expansion in the sign that represents community, invention, independence. So this is a very, very special time because I already shared all the different things that happened when Saturn has transited through Aquarius, Columbus, the bicycle, the camera, the telephone, the airplane, the credit card, the computer, the internet, and the smartphone. Those all happened when Saturn has been transiting through Aquarius. But when Jupiter has been transiting through Aquarius, there's been a slew of other inventions. The printing press in 1440, the pencil in 1795. Can you imagine? I mean, it's like oh, a pencil. Who cares? <laughs> How did you even like... What did people do if there was no pencil? <laughs> I think it was like an ink pen. You took like a feather, oh. dipped it in some ink, and then wrote on that. So, I mean, what a revolutionary invention in 1795. The pencil. This is another good one. In 1879, when Jupiter was transiting through Aquarius, the light bulb was invented. In 1927, the television. In 1973, the mobile phone. In 1986... DNA was first used in a criminal investigation, and in 1997, Wi-Fi was invented. What is the next technological advance going to be? Microchips yeah. in your brain. Cool. <laughs> Just what I've always wanted. Uh, no, I don't know. So what does this mean in our personal life on a micro level? How can we put that into play in our everyday in the personal life, for you as an individual, I'll say the same thing I said with Saturn and Aquarius. This is such an opportunity for you, the individual, 
whoever you are, who's listening right now. There is something special about you. There is something different about you. There is something unique about you. The last time the planets and stars were aligned when you were born was 25,000 years from that date, time, and place. So you are literally a miracle. You can't be duplicated. So you are special. You are unique. You are different. But do you treat yourself that way? That's the question. Because the way you need to be treating yourself right now and for the next year, especially as Jupiter and Saturn are aligning together, transiting together through Aquarius, now is the best opportunity of your life to tap into what makes you unique, what makes you different, so that you can invent something for us, create something for the community Think of yourself as an individual and think of the collective as a whole and think of what you can bring to the collective to bring us together while at the same time giving us greater independence so that we can all be the unique individuals that we are. So sometimes the community sounds like such a large word I used to feel disconnected from. Am I really a part of my community? How many people are in your circle? Like, am I really that involved? But community just means all the people you interact with. Yes. And then also how you affect them. So if it's just your personal friend group and your family and the places that you go on a regular basis, the coffee shop or the grocery store, how are you affecting the people around you on such a small level? We maybe don't think that it's that big of a deal, but just who we are as a person carries into our everyday life and inspires other people makes them feel a certain way we have something to offer we don't have to bring something of monetary value to be of value in our relationships just being vulnerable communicating with other people making them not feel alone lifting them up that's what we have to offer so how can we tap into our truth to be more honest be more vulnerable and inspire others to do the same exactly i think another key ingredient is accepting other people's uniqueness accepting what makes others different from you. And that goes to the top of what you were saying earlier about just being able to be honest with people and disagree. We need to embrace all of our uniqueness. Right now, there is such a herd mentality of everybody has to follow in the same single file line. That's not what real community is about. Real community is about you have 10 freaks that are all different and they're all bringing something different to the table. And that's what makes it work. If everybody's bringing mashed potatoes to the dinner, (laughs) that's not a good dinner. No. So community is really diversity. Everybody being uniquely themselves, not being a part of the herd, being an individual, and then a bunch of individuals come together and create magic. You don't have a band with five guitar players and that's it. You got the guitar, you got the bass, you got the drums, the keyboards, the singer. You got to have different instruments. And one other alignment happening today is Jupiter moves into Aquarius. Venus and Sagittarius, the planet of relationships and the sign of freedom and honesty, aligns with Chiron, the wound, in the sign of confidence and courage. Showing up with courage, even though you feel uncomfortable with that wound to your self-confidence, showing up, speaking your truth will allow you to connect with people and and be uniquely yourself. And that's all about, yeah, freedom 
freedom to be yourself. We hold ourselves back by not being the fullest version of ourselves. Yes. And in turn, we feel weak. We feel alone. And the more we are courageous with expressing who we are, honestly and openly with the people around us, we start to heal. Exactly. And then once you start to heal, it just becomes so silly. We always bring this up. You're scared of like the man behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz, this tiny little thing that doesn't make any sense. Why were we so scared? Yeah. It wasn't as hard as we thought it was going to be. Yes. And the reward is so great when you have the relief of being able to be fully yourself in your relationships. Yes. Oh, I love it. Sunday, December 20th, Mercury moves into Capricorn, the planet of communication in the sign of authority. So all this honesty that we've been getting out, being truthful to yourself, being truthful to the people around you, embracing your uniqueness, embracing the uniqueness of others. Now, when the planet of communication rules into the sign of authority, you can speak from a place of authority because you've been accepted by the people around you. But it began with you accepting yourself, accepting that, yeah, this is me. And you know what? I'm not going to hide who I am. And if people don't like it, then they don't have to hang out with me. But the people that are going to hang out with me are the people that are going to like me for who I am, even if I trigger them or, you know, make them think in an uncomfortable way that's different than how they're used to thinking. I can be me so I can stand on the mountaintop. I mean, it sounds like that's just the theme for the whole week is Mm -hmm. being able to sit in the discomfort long enough for us to express ourselves which heals the wound to our self-confidence. The more we practice being ourselves and being honest with the people around us, the more we'll heal and the more confident we'll become. It's like a snowball effect. And then that snowball effect, it ripples out to the people that you're in community with. And then they're able to heal. And here's the rub, though. Because today, Venus, the planet of relationships, in Sagittarius, the sign of honesty and truth and justice, aligns with Uranus, the planet of the unexpected, in Taurus, the sign of material security. So maybe some of that honesty shakes up your relationship in an uncomfortable way. Maybe a friend drops off. Maybe it's like, you know what, this person's not going to accept you, not going to accept me, and it's time to move on. That's okay. That's okay. But I think it's important to also just remember, are you hiding from this person Because they disagree with you? Or is there just a general lack of respect between you? Maybe your authority isn't being respected. And so there's no place for a friendship in those circumstances. Maybe a day for even testing that relationship. It's like, well, maybe you haven't been sharing in the past because you think that they don't respect you. And then if you go ahead and speak your truth and they don't respect you, then why the fuck are you friends? (laughs) Then you have your answer. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a friendship. Yeah, exactly. Based around fear. No. No fear in relationship. Or you feel the fear, but you face the fear. You address the fear. I've been afraid to tell you this because I was afraid how you would react. But I want to tell you something about me. And then you tell the person and they're like, yeah, actually, you should have been afraid. Fuck you. I don't (laughs) want you a part of my life. Um, Or it could be like your mom who's like, oh, wow, you know, cool. Or... Your other friend who's like, yeah, I disagree with you, but whatever. You make a really great ceviche, so I'm still your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Literally both of those things happened. (laughs) 
my mom was just totally out of her mind and she was just like oh my god my friend used to dance and she bought a house and i was like yeah i want to buy a fucking house <laughs> yes well i love it ingrid great chatting with you this week Thank you for listening to The Weekly Transit. Follow us on Instagram for daily updates about the planetary alignments and how to work with the energy. If this podcast is helping you navigate life more gracefully, please subscribe, rate us five stars, and share with your friends. If you're ready to go deeper and want a personal reading with Scott, go to theweeklytransit.com. The Weekly Transit. Weekly transit. That's 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 that's